Welcome to our Holden Village podcast. For over 50 years now, Holden Village has traveled a rich history of faith that has transformed a copper mining town into a vibrant place of education, programming, and worship. Holden has sought to welcome all who seek contemplation and community in the remote wilderness of the beautiful Cascade Mountains. We continue to invite people of all ages to come alongside our rhythms, which inspire and equip travelers for a sustainable life of faith outside the village. And we continue to listen and reflect on our story and history and seek to discover our place in God's creative mission in our world. Our podcasts are a way of sharing our conversations with our teaching faculty around reformation, the reforming of our relationships with the earth with each other, and with a divine. Let's tune in and join the conversation. Hi, my name is Minnie, and thank you for having me. I have been working as a registered nurse since 2000 in various fields, psychiatry, geropsychiatry, oncology, orthopedics, pre-anesthesia, post-anesthesia recovery, outpatient surgery, and ophthalmology surgery. Working as a nurse has been rewarding for many reasons, but I notice I have been detaching myself from my patient to protect myself from taking in their suffering into my own body and psyche. This protective mechanism is now widely recognized as compassion fatigue syndrome, and many healthcare providers and caregivers suffer from it. Detaching from my patient, seeing my patient as nursing task instead of complex human beings, did help me to protect myself from my patient's pain to some degree. However, this detachment, turning my patient into task to be completed, hardened my heart and closed my deepest core. After a while, I felt miserable both professionally and personally because robbing my patient of their humanity led me to lose my humanness as well. I had to find a way out of compassion fatigue to reconnect to my patient and more importantly, to myself. I have tried many different paths and transferred to many different nursing specialties, hoping the change of scenery would help me to get over compassion fatigue. I went into an ashram in India to be certified in yoga education. I traveled around the world. I studied bioethics. Eventually, all this searching led me to Seattle University, where I enrolled in a master's degree combining leadership and spirituality. And it is here at Seattle University where I encountered Martin Buber's teaching, I and Thou. His teaching transformed my nursing career and my life. Instead of seeing my patient as a thing to do, an object, or it, in Buber's term, I relearned to see my patient as Thou, a human being of divine nature. And living in the world of an I and Thou, instead of I and it, totally transformed my life, not alone my nursing career. Previously, my life was filled with the moment I completed task after task, which turned myself into a thing of task. Now my life is filled with moment where I interact with another human being as a human being, each moment imbued with complexity and divinity. In his book, I and Thou, Martin Buber teaches us the concept of universal reciprocity. He teaches us relation is reciprocity, my you act on me as I act on it. Our students teach us, our works form us. How are we educated by children, 
by animals. Inscrutably involved, we live in the current of universal reciprocity. From the lens of universal reciprocity, when I was suffering from compassion fatigue, I turned my patient to it, a test to be done on efficiency to improve. Robbing my patient of their individuality and humanity allowed me to close my heart to their suffering. Turning my patient to a thing allowed me to continue to function as a nurse because that was my protective mechanism against taking their pain into my body and soul. However, when a human being becomes a thing, when you become it, there is a dire consequence. Nietzsche said, whoever fight with a monster should see to it that he does not become a monster in the process. And when you gaze long into an abyss, the abyss also gazes back into you. The poem Mirror by Sylvia Plath, I had looked at it so long, I think it is part of my heart. And Buber says, whoever knows the world as something to be utilized knows God the same way. What happened was, as I made my patient it, I had become it. Instead of I and thou, I made my world into it and it by gazing into it for so long. By making my patient into thing of task, I became a thing of task. By working with patient as a way to improve efficiency, I became the instrument of efficiency. By robbing of my patient's humanity, I robbed myself of my humanness. My heart turned to stone and I fell into an abyss. Learning the concept of I and thou totally transformed my nursing practice and my life. I want to make it clear one thing at this point. I did not start following the path of I and thou from purely altruistic point of view. I wanted to end my suffering of compassion fatigue. I wanted to feel my heart full again. I wanted to be happy working as a nurse again. And living with I and thou did that for me. For example, when I treat my patient as strictly patient because I'm tired or I'm busy, I physically feel my heart shrivel. And afterwards, I feel horrible for hours and for days at times. On the other hand, when I see my patient as human beings with different needs, I can physically feel my heart open up. When I treat my patient as human beings with complexity, I feel love springing up from my heart. Once we experience living in the world of I and thou, once we experience our heart opening up, interacting with others as I and thou, our everyday life is transformed. You probably have experienced it already. For example, when a cashier treats me only as next customer, I become just that, a customer who fulfills the role of bill payer and who in turn interacts with the cashier strictly as that. On the other hand, we meet a cashier who looks into our eyes as they bag our grocery and see us as individual human beings. When that happens, I see them as a human being not just as a cashier. I connect to them as a human being to another human being. And the mundane moment where I buy my groceries becomes the moment where I stand as a human being to another human being, where I experience the divinity of the present moment. Of course, many times a day when I cannot be present and when I retreat back into the world of I and it, when that happens, Buber's wisdom consoles my heart and rekindles my life's meaning. He says, every actual relationship in the world alternates between actuality and latency. Every individual you must disappear into the chrysalis of the it in order to grow wings again. In their pure relationship, 
However, latency is merely actuality during a deep breath, during which the you remains present. The it is the chrysalis, the you the butterfly. Buber's teaching gives me courage to take a deep breath and fly into the world of I and thou one more time. Thank you for this wonderful opportunity to share Martin Buber's wisdom that transformed my life and that gives me meaning. Thanks for joining us for another Holden Village podcast. Be sure to view the links in the description for more information or visit our website to find out more about the village. We hope you will make a pilgrimage to Holden. Blessings and peace to you.